Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a podcast from WOR. Welcome to Invite Radio. You're about to receive responsible, life-changing information on health and nutrition. You'll hear from Invite professionals who are leaders in targeted and anti-aging nutrition. Get ready for tomorrow's nutritional science today, right here, right now. Ah, yes, indeedy. Welcome to another edition of Invite Health Radio. My name is Jerry Hickey. I'm a pharmacist. I'm a nutritionist, and I'm the chief scientific officer over here at Invite Health. And when it comes to nutrition, we are making things better. We're helping an awful lot of people. Now, if you're going down to Florida, we have one store in Florida. We have a store in Boca Raton. But the person there who can help you, Amanda Williams, is exemplary. She really knows her background in nutrition. So we have a store in Boca Raton. And Amanda Williams runs the nutrition department. She doesn't work there alone, of course. There's other people to help her get things done. And uh, um, it's on Federal Highway, Southwest. uh, Let me see. I'll give you the address in case you're going down to Boca. A lot of New Yorkers go down in that area, like um, uh, the Palm Beaches. My personal preference, I love Delray Beach. If you're down in that whole area, anywhere from Fort Lauderdale all the way up to West Palm Beach, and you haven't been to Delray Beach, it's really cool. There's this Atlantic Avenue with scores and scores of restaurants, really cute shops, all kinds of cute stores, um, coffee shops. I, it's just a, a, a antique stores. It's just, and the architecture there, it's gorgeous, gorgeous architecture. And there's a little part that comes off of Atlantic Avenue called Pineapple Grove, which is kind of cool. It's becoming an artist colony. Like there's some, there were some vacated um, warehouses there that artists took up residence in. And uh, there's a lot of like ethnic restaurants there, like Middle Eastern restaurants and Thai restaurants and all that are fantastic. So in any event, we have a store right in that location in Boca Raton, so slightly further south. Um, it's uh, on North Federal Highway. It's 2621. I'm saying this because a lot of our listeners go down there in the winter i mean i if i go down to that store in the winter i see people that i see up here four five six times a year in my stores here's the phone number in florida 561-367-8646 561-367-8646 very soon we'll be announcing our second store in the bronx that's kind of cool we have a lot of stores and there's people like me in the stores now i've had some People with very serious uh, health conditions, illnesses, come in to see me this week or send me emails. By the way, if you ever want to send me an email to ask me about a supplement or a drug or something, uh, because I am a pharmacist also, it's jhickey, here's my email, jhickey at invitehealth.com, jhickey at invitehealth.com. And to be quite honest with you, it's usually we start a narrative. 
we have to go back and forth sometimes to clarify things. So people will shoot me a question, and I'll, I'll, I'll usually have to ask them certain parameters to clarify their question and really nail down what they need. And then uh, they answer, and then I give them a solution, perhaps, or my idea of a solution, and I might tell them to check with their oncologist or their neurologist or whatever's going on, because that's the correct thing to do. And then, uh, and then we go forward from that. And, you know, I mean, sometimes people send me one or two emails and we're done, and other times there's 10 or 12 exchange between us. But in any event, this week twice, I had people with white matter hyperintensities on functional MRIs. Now, what is that? That's in the brain. In the brain, uh, you know of the gray matter. It's about 80 billion cells. And they're the cells involved with your memory and functioning as a human, playing a game of cards, going to the racetrack, uh, mixology, whatever it is, understanding a TV show, putting on the TV. That's the gray matter. And that's supported and insulated by the white matter. So the gray matter is about 10% of your brain. The white matter is half your brain. Half your brain is white matter. And the white matter is more than just insulation. It also is the communication system for the brain. So when one uh, part of the brain is connecting with another, for instance, your cortex is communicating with your hippocampus to figure things out, like how to drive a new car. Um, the white matter is coding the cells and insulating the cells and allowing the shift in information between cells. So a white matter hyperintensity means that the white matter was showing damage. So both people, I gave them sort of a cocktail. Both people, I gave a cocktail. And this was also dependent on the diagnosis the doctor gave, the diagnosis was particular. Uh, like one person had a, a, um, a traumatic brain injury. And the other one might have had chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which means, uh, so a, tra a traumatic brain injury, this person was exposed to a bomb in the, in the Middle East, a roadside bomb. And this was a while ago. And the other person uh, played a sport and got hit many times. So there's this chronic thing going on where the brain is degenerated. So the person with the traumatic brain injury, I gave one cocktail. Um, and it was centered around uh, two supplements. One is called Alcar with ALA, which has helped the memory of other people who came in with traumatic brain injuries. And the other one was tocotrienol with pine bark. That wasn't all I gave. There was a couple of other supplements like phosphatidylserine, and I'll explain that later in the show why I did that. The reason I gave the tocotrienol with pine bark, pine bark is an exceptional antioxidant, anti-inflammatory agent inside the brain. But the tocotrienol has been shown to prevent white matter damage from spreading. That's an important thing. In both clients, there was damage in the brain. But the damage doesn't stay in place. The damage tends to grow and spread, and it spreads through the white matter. And this eventually will damage or destroy your thinking ability and your memory. It's part and parcel of every nasty brain disease you can think of, like Lewy body dementia, like Parkinson's disease, like amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, 
Alzheimer's disease, vascular dementia, it's part and parcel of each one of them. So there was a study funded by the American Heart Association and the National Institutes of Health down in Bethesda, Maryland. And it was published recently in the journal Stroke, which is one of the major journals of the American Heart Association. The tocotrienol in our product was used in that study. And they originally canvassed over 400 people who thought they thought there were indications that they had white matter damage in the brain. 121 had frank white matter damage. Half of them, they gave placebo for two years. The other half, they gave the tocotrienol that I have on special this morning. I decided to put it on special this morning because there might be other people out there listening who need it who will never be in touch with me. So I'm giving them a chance to, to purchase it today. The tocotrienol in this study of people with white matter damage in their brain stopped the white matter damage from growing and stopped the white matter damage from spreading. Don't forget, it occurs in the communication pathways in the brain, like, you know, your Internet, your Facebook of your brain, your, your wiring for your telephone system in your brain. So it grows and spreads to other parts that way. So if you have damage in the white matter, it grows, it spreads. Um, and in that study, over two years, when they gave the particular tocotrienol that I have on special today, this is the stuff that was used in that study. It's in my vegetable capsules. When they gave them this tocotrienol, it's a version of vitamin E, but you only need nano amounts to protect the brain. A nanoscale is something so tiny, you'd need one of those $100,000 microscopes to see it. So obviously, I'm never going to see it because I don't have a $100,000 microscope. So I'll see it on YouTube. But um, it's infinitesimally small, the amount of tocotrienol you need in the brain to protect it. So I told these people, take two in the morning with breakfast and one in the evening with dinner. Um, I mean, that's what happens to football players. They have a certain amount of damage to the brain, some of them, after they finish the football season. You know, after many years of playing football, not after one season, but after many years of playing uh, football, getting shoved around and banged into by these big powerful people their brain was shaken and hit against their skull for so many seasons that they have a level of damage to their white matter if it stayed the way it was when they retired from football at like the age of 35 or 39 that would be okay but it grows it spreads and it gets worse and worse and eventually they're in their 50s and their brain is mush so in that study the tocotrienol this particular tocotrienol stopped the growth and the spread of the damage in the brain. In fact, there were indications it was starting to heal. And they canvassed these people. They observed them for an additional year after the study ended. And it still remained functional. Even a year after they stopped the study, the white matter damage in the brain did not grow. It did not spread. Whereas the people on, uh, the people on placebo, unfortunately, it was growing and spreading throughout the whole study. So I put the tocotrienol with pine bark. They did a study in mice at Ohio State University, the Wexner Center. Um, these were um, mice that um, had a, they have spontaneous strokes. When they gave them the tocotrienol, 
in nano amounts, it was preventing clusters of damage from the stroke. It was inhibiting damage from the stroke. So when they gave this tocotrienol to women who were tested, older women, small amounts of the tocotrienol were getting into their, a small little capsule of tocotrienol was getting into, into their brain many times higher than what was needed to prevent stroke damage in the brains of the animals. So now they're doing a second wave of that study. They're taking people who've had strokes, because they already did the study with the people with damage to the brain. Now they're taking people who had a first stroke, and they're giving them the tocotrienols, and they're going to observe, because the biggest risk of having a stroke is already having had one, just like the biggest risk of having a heart attack is already having had a heart attack. So now they expect some of these people will have a second stroke. They want to see if the tocotrienols will limit the amount of damage. So that's very interesting. So I put the tocotrienols on special because I do believe it has some ability, even at small doses. And it's a form of vitamin E. You don't need a lot. So it's never going to complicate your blood thinners. So if you're on a low-dose aspirin or if you're on Xarelto or if you're on Eliquis or Coumadin or Prodoxa, which is Dabigatrin, if you're on any of those, it's okay to take enough tocotrienol to protect your brain because it's not so much that it'll have a blood thinning effect. So if you do two in the morning and one at dinner with, with your meals, uh, one in the morning with breakfast, one, uh, two in the morning with breakfast, sorry, one with dinner, that's enough to shield the brain, according to human research, animal research, and ongoing research. So I put the tocotrienols on special. By the way, just a word on those blood thinners. Um, that Pradoxa dabigatrin, it's being used commonly. And the Eliquis and the Xarelto and the Brillanta. Okay? If you're really undernourished, you're really thin, skinny. So let's say you're supposed to be 140 pounds, but you weigh 102. That makes the drugs a little more powerful. And also if you have decreased kidney function. So if you take an underweight person, and they also have decreased kidney function, you have to be very careful with those drugs because they can cause bleeding in those particular people. The other problem with those drugs is with dabigatrin, Pradoxa itself. It interacts with some of the statins and becomes much more powerful and causes bleeding. That's why uh, Xarelto and Eliquis don't have the bleeding problems that you see with Pradoxa. Pradoxa interacts with statins. Most people on Pradoxa are also on statins. I mean, it's just, they're just the kind of drugs that are often in combination because they had cholesterol problems, so they're on like Simvastatin or Crestor or something. And then they're put on a Pradoxa to prevent a blood clot because they have heart disease, they have coronary artery disease. And then the statin drug, and I can't tell you every statin right now that would have this problem. Is it the water-soluble ones or the fatty-soluble ones? Uh, well, they're, they're hydrophilic, hydrophobic. The thing is, if you take Pradoxa with a statin, you're clearly at a much higher risk of bleeding, coming close to the level of incidence that you see with Coumadin, which is warfarin. So that's just a little side information for you. So in my opinion, Eliquis is much safer than Pradoxa 
because you don't have all those drug interactions with the statin drugs. Okay, we're going to be going to a break. What was on special? Um, Tocotrinol with pine bark to help repair the brain, apparently. Um, the free gift is our shaving cream. If you use the shaving cream, it doesn't feel like styrofoam. When you go to the supermarket and you, or the pharmacy and you get the shaving cream, it feels like styrofoam. It's totally synthetic. When you use our shaving cream, it's kind of like an old-fashioned barber shaving cream. And it has all of these wonderful essential oils and things in it. So it has natural, nice, uh, a natural, nice odor to it. It smells wonderful. And it's very soothing and healing, and it helps prevent ingrown hairs. We'll be right back. That's the free gift. I use it all the time. It's great. And here's today's special. Buy two bottles of any of today's featured items and get 40% off with free shipping. Double up, that's four bottles, and receive today's free gift. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an invite nutritionist seven days a week. The number is 800-441-1770. The number again for invite, 800-441-1770. That's 800-441-1770. Seventeen seventy. Please visit our retail locations in Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Nassau County, and the Garden State Plaza in Paramus. Stop by and visit with our nutritionists. We post info and studies on our website, invitehealth.com. When placing your order, type in the promo code WOR. You can hit the live chat button for answers to your questions or listen to podcasts of our recent shows all at invitehealth.com. You can also follow Invite on Facebook or Twitter. For today's specials, our number again is 800 441 1770. Okay. Um, Jerry Hickey, Invite Health Radio. Now, so our tocotrinol is, oh, the free gift is the uh, shaving cream. If you use the shaving cream, we don't add fragrances in it. So you're going to like that. Because those fragrances get into your bloodstream and they're powerful estrogens. So they're clearly not good for a man's prostate. And they're clearly inflammatory in a women's milk ducts. When you use a, uh, a deodorant or a toothpaste or uh, a skin cream or anything like that, makeup, the most estrogenic ingredient is the fragrances. And after that, it's the parabens. They did a sort of three studies. It's a three-part study in Germany about a year ago. They took all the ingredients out of all these cosmetics that are sold in, you know, the the supermarkets and the department stores and the skincare stores, you know, the cosmetic stores and all that. They took all these ingredients and they tested them to see which was estrogenic. And the two most powerful estrogens in all of these skincare products and toothpaste and everything were the parabens and the fragrances. And when they added either one to breast cancer tissue in a dish, it made the breast cancer grow like crazy. So then they took women, uh, I think it was 96, 98 women. So we'll say 100. We'll round it off. Um, They took a group of women, and they tested their bloodstream. And in 98% of the women, they found these ingredients in their bloodstream, which means it was getting to their ovaries. It was getting to their cervix. And it was getting into their breast tissue. Not a good thing because these are persistent toxins. And that's going to be the same thing for men. So when you use that regular shaving cream and that regular deodorant and it has the fragrances and parabens, that is getting absorbed into your bloodstream according to a couple of studies. And it's going to go and cause problems with your 
your prostate, because the worst thing for your prostate is estrogens. Okay, let's get back to it. So tocotrienol, oh, so our shaving, sorry, I'm, I've got too much information going on in my brain right now. It's short circuit. So the uh, shaving cream doesn't have the parabens. It doesn't have the fragrances. So it's safe to use, and you're going to like the way it feels, and you're going to like the way it smells. Plus, it helps prevent ingrown hairs because of the structures, the ingredients, these natural ingredients. Now, so the tocotrienol and pine bark for your brain is on special. Biocurcumin is on special. Another study came out on biocurcumin and depression. A big part of depression is inflammation. And even if you use an antidepressant drug, it can't work well because there's turmoil in your brain. So even if the antidepressant drug is restoring the release of certain key neurotransmitters to offset depression, it's not going to work well because the receptor sites and everything are jumbled up with the inflammation. Nothing is attaching and flowing properly. When they give the biocurcumin in six human clinical trials, deep depression, major depressive disorder, okay, atypical depression. When they give the biocurcumin, by itself it improves depression within the first or second week. And if you add it to the antidepressant drugs like fluoxetine, Paxil, Prozac, Wellbutrin, you know, Bupropion, any of those drugs, it'll help them work much better. All of a sudden, they're really working. There's several nutrients that do that. B vitamins, the mineral magnesium, fish oils or krill oil, and the biocurcumin. They help your antidepressant work much better. So if you're on an antidepressant and it's not just getting you there, you know, you're on the cusp of feeling better, but you're not quite there, add the biocurcumin five blocks into it. Now, the real reason we use biocurcumin 5-loxin is for people with backaches and neck pain and shoulder pain, tendonitis, and especially arthritic knees and hips. I designed a biocurcumin 5-loxin for arthritic knees and stiff hips. And I probably have about 25 letters of knee pain and hip pain going away and stiffness. But I probably have about 50 letters of back pain. And I mean some of these people really have problems with their back where they have three or four discs out. The biocurcumin and the 5-loxin have been compared again and again and again to NSAID drugs, powerful drugs. Now, NSAID drugs have problems. NSAID drugs could cause ulcers. Most of them, not all of them, but most of them cause ulcers. They can, in rare instances, cause liver damage. They can more frequently cause kidney damage. They could trigger the onset of asthma. Uh, they're bad for the eyes. They inflame the eyes, and they damage your hearing. But they also cause your legs to swell. That's called peripheral edema. They raise your blood pressure and can cause heart attack, stroke, and heart failure. So it's not a nice thing to have to stay on those drugs all the time. Drugs like diclofenac and ibuprofen. You're not supposed to be on those drugs every day. They're supposed to be rescue medications when your pain and stiffness is so bad you can't function. In any event, um, the biocurcumin and the phyloxin have grass certification. 
generally recognized as safe. The FDA allows that comment, that statement. And they're both non-GMO. The uh, biocurcumin is the curry plant, the turmeric plant. We've known for decades it's good for knee pain and stiffness. And the function of the knee, the function of the joint. This is very high in all the different ingredients, and it's very well absorbed, the biocurcumin. We know this from a, a pile of human clinical trials. And the five loxin is the frankincense plant. You know, Little Christmas, the gift of the Magi, the three kings. Frankincense was one of them. And frankincense smells nice. If you go to Eastern Orthodox churches and you smell the incense, that's frequently frankincense or myrrh. In any event, it's a very nice odor. Uh, the frankincense is called Boswellia serrata. If you went into a textbook, the Latin binomial name is Boswellia serrata. It has these things called, called boswellic acids that help with joint pain. So here's, I, I have a stack of studies where biocurcumin was compared to uh, ibuprofen, which is also called Motrin or Advil, or it was compared to um, uh, diclofenax, Diclofenac is called Voltaren. Or the 5 loxin was compared to ibuprofen. Or they were both compared to Celebrex, and they work as well as the drugs. They absolutely work as well as the drugs. And they're very safe. See, that's the thing. You can stay on them every day. I take three biocurcumin 5 loxin every day with my dinner. Because it protects the colon, there were cancers of the digestive tract in my family. And there's really good data on that. For instance, recently they did a study on smokers. And smokers, these, the, uh, the products um, in the cigarette smoke, the combustion products in the cigarette smoke, inflame the entire digestive tract. And you could develop cancer anywhere in the digestive tract. So smokers, people who smoke cigarettes, much more commonly develop colon cancer than the general public. So they took uh, 40 smokers, and they gave them biocurcumin. And within the first month, 40% of the precancerous cells, 40% of the cells that could convert into colon cancer, disappeared. 40% of the precancerous cells in the colon of smokers disappeared. So I take the biocurcumin 5-oxin, one thing to protect my colon, a second reason I take it is I know it's great for the brain because they've already done five studies on patients with Alzheimer's. They've already done six studies on, on patients with dep different forms of depression. I know it's safe for the brain. I know it's absorbed into the brain. And I know it stabilizes the brain. And as you grow older, the brain gets increasingly more inflamed and acidic, and there's more turmoil there. We know this. That's why children don't develop Alzheimer's. Elderly people do so I take the biocurcumin 5 oxygen also to protect my brain, but I also know it's going to protect me from the aches and pains associated with aging. So I take, uh, oh, uh, Bob, Bob is my co-pilot. Bob is my co-pilot. He's my engineer. He's the board op. He keeps me functioning here. Bob, how much time to the break, to the news? Two and a half minutes. I can go with this. I'm going to read you a couple of the letters on the biocurcumin 5 oxygen. When people have, like, um, tendonitis, like trigger finger, or they have a sore neck or a sore back or shoulder pain, 
arthritic fingers, arthritic knees and hips. I generally give two capsules twice a day with meals. But in some instances, like trying to help people uh, who have a reaction to their virus, sometimes you have a virus or an infection or even just a minor sprain of the ankle, and it causes a syndrome where you have severe inflammation. And those people I give two capsules three times a day for the first week or two to help get things under control. But generally for arthritic knees and hips and back aches and neck aches, shoulder pain, tendonitis, I give two capsules twice a day with meals. So here, Evan, the biocurcumin 5-loxin relieves a lot of shoulder and foot pain that I had previously felt after exercising. Here's Judy. I had trigger finger on my left hand two years ago. When I would shake somebody's hand, it would kill me. When I would try to bend my finger, it was extremely painful. I got a hold of the biocurcumin 5-loxin, and in three weeks, I started feeling better. I could shake someone's hand and no pain. Thank you, Jerry. Here's uh, um, Gabrielle. She's an ex-dance teacher. I have had immediate results using this product to completely and immediately reduce my morning low back stiffness. Here's the same woman a month later. I started using this product, oh, two months later. I started using your biocurcumin 5-loxin about eight weeks ago. It really helps relieve muscle discomfort following strenuous exercise. And here's Joan. I just recommended your biocurcumin to someone whose daughter is on cogentin for stiffness to help with the stiffness. My sister has had fantastic success with this for her fibromyalgia. No more pain, no more symptoms. We're going to a break. The free gift is shaving cream. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Jerry Hickey and Fight Health Radio. And here's today's special. Buy two bottles of any of today's featured items and get 40% off with free shipping. Double up. That's four bottles and receive today's free gift. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an invite nutritionist seven days a week. The number is 800-441-1770. The number again for invite, 800-441-1770. That's 800 800- Four four one seventeen seventy. Please visit our retail locations in Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Nassau County, and the Garden State Plaza in Paramus. Stop by and visit with our nutritionists. We post info and studies on our website, invitehealth.com. When placing your order, type in the promo code WOR. You can hit the live chat button for answers to your questions or listen to podcasts of our recent shows, all at invitehealth.com. You can also follow Invite on Facebook or Twitter. For today's specials, our number again is 800 800- Four four one seventeen seventy. Okay, welcome back, pharmacist nutritionist Jerry Hickey. Invite Health Radio. Uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. I. It, it's funny. I was just about to go in the shower, and I remembered um, I was at a New Year's Eve party with my first wife, who's a very nice lady. And uh, she got a toothache, and we had to leave the party at 11.30 to take her to an emergency room because the toothache was outlandish, outlandishly painful. So I said, oh, man, that'll never happen again. Exactly one minute after I had that thought, I got a text message from my son that a deer jumped in front of his car and demolished the car. The car's totaled. It is totaled. He was driving out in Suffolk on a highway, and he was just getting on the road. He wasn't driving fast. He's a good driver. My son's a very good driver. And uh, a motorcycle went by, and it startled a deer. The deer was behind the overpass, so my kid didn't see the deer. A motorcycle went by, startled a deer. The deer jumped in front of his car, bounced off, and hit the next car. 
his car is demolished. I have to tell you, about a month ago, he got a Subaru. Before that, he had a little sports car. Thank God, because if he still had that little sports car, I think that deer would have gone through the uh, windshield. So I am so lucky. So in any event, the car's totally needs a new car. What else is happening in my family? My uh, my uh, stepson is in Patagonia, Chilean Patagonia. He's down in Chilean Patagonia, down near the bottom, and he's hiking by the Andes. And he's off the grid. He just came back on the grid last night. He was off the grid for five days, which gave my wife a great deal of angst. She was carrying around her worry stone with her. She has a worry stone. When you have a kid like that who goes hiking in Vietnam and uh, backwoods in China and stuff like that, you need a worry stone. (laughs) In any event, they're back on the grid. They had a great time. I can't wait to see him. Uh, My stepson is a true genius. I mean, he's a true genius. It's you know, Stanford, Yale, and just a brilliant mathematician. He's just a wonderful guy. Just a wonderful guy. And his wife is equally as wonderful. His wife is an artist. But I have to tell you, such an incredibly high-tech, talented artist, the work she does is off off the chart. Beautiful work. So she, she sends me almost daily a photo she takes with a cell phone. I could never in a million years take these photos. I would take the same photo of, like, the same flower or a butterfly or something, and it wouldn't measure up. Her her, her picture would be, like, 50% better than mine. Okay, so that's enough of that. Let's get into the next supplement. Now, the first two supplements we spoke about was tocotrienol with pine bark because I said there's really good evidence that it protects your brain. And then I spoke about biocurcumin 5-loxin for your backache and your knee pain and your hip pain. It's been shown in numerous human studies that are published in medical journals. These are state-of-the-art human clinical trials that the biocurcumin 5-loxin reduces knee pain or hip pain, reduces stiffness, and improves the function of the knee. You could bend it more. That's called range of motion without pain. You could walk much further comfortably. You're a lot more comfortable walking up and down stairs. So the biocurcumin 5-loxin sounds special. Now I want to talk about phosphatidylserine, which is apparently much more important than I ever thought. I have three sheets of paper in here, because most of this conversation I'm going to have to do for my brain. Phosphatidylserine makes the cytoskeletal system inside every cell in your body. That's how important it is. There's one ounce in your body, and there's one ounce in your brain, but it's unbelievably important. It's unbelievably important because it creates something inside each cell called the microtubule. The microtubule is nanoscaled. You can't see it. I mean, it's so tiny that you need those powerful $100,000 microscopes to see it. And the microtubule gives your cell its structure, and there's all these little organs inside your cell. You know, a normal organ would be like your liver or your heart. Well, really tiny microscopic organs are called organelles. So your cell is loaded with hundreds of organelles. Some of them create energy. Some of them control the genes and the chromosome. The tubules help these things move around and do their job. 
The tubules are just that. They're microscopic, unbelievably tiny tubes. And they band together in an exact way and allow your cell to function. But also, when your cell is dying, when your cell has to replicate and replace a cell, it goes through something called morphogenesis. It breaks in half and creates two new cells, two daughter cells. It's the tubules that pull apart the chromosomes and your genes and the tubules that split the cell in half so you could create two new cells. So why am I telling you this? Because it does that in your brain. It might be core to healing the brain in some form of brain damage or brain disease. If scientists can ever create microtubules and insert them in our cells by some wizardry, that would cure virtually every disease humans have. Virtually every disease would be cured. Certainly every disease of the brain. Damage to the microtubules and the axons of your brain cells is key to every disease we develop as we age in the brain. Whether it's Parkinson's disease, which is more of a movement disorder, Lewy body dementia, um, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, which you might know as Lou Gehrig's disease, Huntington's disease, Alzheimer's disease, vascular dementia. This is a major part of each one of these diseases. The axon is how the cells communicate with each other, and the microtubules is what allows this to happen. It turns out phosphatidylserine heals the microtubules. That's amazing. Okay? I'll tell you why that's amazing. And this is, I mean, it sounds like science fiction, but this is real. The, 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 the stuff they're uncovering in their research today in places like uh, MIT and Stanford and over in Israel on the brain is, I, I just can't imagine how these people function. Like, how brilliant are these people? They, their head must be twice the size of my head to have a brain like this. In any event, well, that's not true because it doesn't matter the size of your brain. It's how it functions. But uh, let's get back to it. Um, if you can repair the microtubules, you can create new brain cells. You can actually help heal the brain after a stroke or in multiple sclerosis or in Alzheimer's disease or Parkinson's disease or, or any of these nasties, any of these nasties. So here's one of those studies. It's a disease called familial dysautonomia. Familial dysautonomia occurs in Ashkenazi Jews. Ashkenazi Jews have a number of um, diseases that occurs in them genetically. Like they get certain leukemias and lymphomas, like von Wildebrandt syndrome and things like that, multiple myeloma. This is another one of those diseases which is more common among Ashkenazi Jews. Ashkenazi Jews are the Jewish population that came out of Eastern Europe. And about 1 in 30, 1 in 31 uh, Ashkenazi Jews wind up with familial dysautonomia. And uh, they have problems with their, with their nervous system, with the nervous system in their body. Like they might have problems breathing or swallowing or maybe even sweating. Or they might have problems, different problems with, with experiencing pain and pain sensitivity. So there was just a study published in uh, 
uh, PLOS Genetics. It's the Center for Neurodegenerative uh, Research at the Perlman Medical School, University of Pennsylvania, and the journal Neurobiology of Disease, and also the University of California uh, School of Pharmacy. Because now we see more and more with these brain studies and cancer studies, you have to get the pharmacists involved because there's all this chemistry involved. And they found that when you give phosphatidylserine in mice, it's mice that they use to study familial dysautonomia and other neurologic diseases of the brain and, and diseases of the, of the peripheral nervous system. Okay? They found that when you give phosphatidylserine, you actually stabilize and heal the microtubules, and these then go on to create new cells. You can't create new stromal stem cells. You can't create new cells out of the progenitor cells, which are called stromal stem cells, in the brain without the microtubules functioning properly. So I know this sounds, I don't know, (laughs) bizarre, but it's true. So there's certain parts of the brain, we never knew this 10 or 15 years ago. 10 or 15 years ago, we thought the brain was like a computer and one part of it broke. That was Actually, that's not true. About 30 years ago, we thought the brain was like a machine. When part of it broke, that was the end of it. Then about 20 years ago, scientists learned that's not quite true. That when one part of the brain gets damaged, another part of the brain can step in and take over its function. That's called neuroplasticity. But we didn't know this. This was only uncovered recently, maybe in the past 10 years, that the brain can actually heal. You can actually create new brain cells. There's two parts of the brain that we know of right now that can create new cells. And they're both involved with being human and planning things and remembering things and judgment and solving problems. Like, uh, you know, did I take my credit card back from the the Uber driver last night? Did I... uh, um, you know, what, what's the tip after dinner? So your, your, your thinking wrinkles on the top of your brain, your cortex, has to interact with your hippocampal region, the entorhinal cortex, the dentate gyrus, and the hippocampus itself, for you to figure things out, for you to learn, for you to remember. It turns out both of these key regions of the brain can take progenitor cells, stem cells, and convert them into new gray matter into new brain cells. It turns out phosphatidylserine is key for this function. We never knew this until recently. Phosphatidylserine is key to creating new brain cells to heal the brain and prevent brain diseases because it makes these microtubule filaments that give the cell substance and allow the cell to split apart to create new cells and heal. There's been a slew of studies in aging people that phosphatidylserine restores memory. And it can restore about 12 to 15 years of lost memory. So there's one ounce in the brain, but it's key to brain health. This is the stuff that interacts with fish oils to get rid of anxiety, to get rid of stress, to control your appetite, to pay attention, to learn, to remember, to go to sleep at night, to wake up in the morning. This is the stuff, phosphatidylserine. Your nerves are not connected to each other in the brain. There's a little space between them. Otherwise, messages cannot shut down, and you'd burn out your brain cells the first week of life. To prevent that, there's a little space that's called a synaptic region. To transmit a message from one cell to the other so you can function, 
you release a messenger called a neurotransmitter. So to learn something, you release acetylcholine and GABA. To go to sleep at night, you release melatonin. To wake up in the morning, you release cortisol in the brain and glutamine. Um, to focus, you release norepinephrine. To get rid of depression, you release serotonin. To control your appetite, you release serotonin. It's the phosphatidylserine at the end of the cell in these little pouches called vesicles that causes the release of the correct neurotransmitter so your brain functions normally. This is unbelievably important. This phosphatidylserine is possibly the most important supplement we can take for our brain. Possibly. Because the brain is so complex, it's hard to say that. Because you need certain things to defend the brain, like tocotrienols with vitamin C. You need certain things to energize the brain, like Alcar. So it's hard to say which is the most important thing. But this thing seems to be at the core of brain regeneration, regeneration medicine of the brain. So when they give phosphatidylserine to aging people, even people like me with a good memory we get even better. They recently did a study on patients with mild to moderate Alzheimer's. They gave them three phosphatidylserine every day with food. It has to be taken with food. You could take it all at once. You don't have to split the dosage. You don't have to take one with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You could take all three with breakfast if you like. That's how I do it. They gave them three a day, and their brain was working better. Their memory was better. They were functioning better, like remembering to brush their teeth and... They were able to dress themselves more easily. They did a different study. They took um, brains that were donated. They separated the brain tissue into healthy aging brains, brains with mild cognitive impairment, and brains with Alzheimer's. And they looked at the content of the phosphatidylserine in the brain cells, and as brain function deteriorated from healthy brain towards a sick brain, towards a disastrous condition in the brain called Alzheimer's, there was less and less phosphatidylserine. Phosphatidylserine is on special. It's great. Let's go to a break. The free gift is our shaving cream. You'll love our shaving cream. We'll be right back. And here's today's special. Buy two bottles of any of today's featured items and get 40% off with free shipping. Double up, that's four bottles, and receive today's free gift. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an invite nutritionist seven days a week. The number is 800-441-1770. The number again for invite, 800-441-1770. That's 800-441-1770. Please visit our retail locations in Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Nassau County, and the Garden State Plaza in Paramus. Stop by and visit with our nutritionists. We post info and studies on our website, invitehealth.com. When placing your order, type in the promo code WOR. You can hit the live chat button for answers to your questions or listen to podcasts of our recent shows all at invitehealth.com. You can also follow Invite on Facebook or Twitter. For today's specials, our number again is 800-441-1770. Okay, welcome back. Jerry Hickey, Invite Health. So phosphatidylserine makes the ingredient in the cells called the microtubules that give the cells structure and organization and protect them and give them their shape and allow them to heal, allow the brain to heal, to create new cells. And when they took donated brains, the people with Alzheimer's had virtually no phosphatidylserine. 
the people with healthy brains, they were older, but they had healthy brains, they had a lot of phosphatidylserine. Not as much as a young person, but what you would expect to find in the brain of like a 70 or 80-year-old who had healthy brain function. You know, like your physics teacher. The people in the middle, they had mild cognitive impairment. Mild cognitive impairment is kind of like the midway point, let's make believe. It's not true, but, you know, just to paint a picture, between a healthy brain and an Alzheimer's brain. Somewhere between 5 to 20% of aging people over the age of 65 develop mild cognitive impairment. So it depends on what study you read last, how many people develop it. So up to 20% of elderly people over the age of 65 develop mild cognitive impairment. In mild cognitive impairment, your brain has shrunk. The thinking parts of your brain have shrunk, and they've lost function. It's not good. So you're, you're making the pasta, and you're forgetting to, to turn the stove off. You're not remembering where you parked your car in the parking lot at the mall, things like that. It's noticeable by everybody. The problem is about 80% of people who develop mild cognitive impairment will go on to develop Alzheimer's disease. So in people with Alzheimer's, they had virtually no phosphatidylserine. They didn't have microtubular structures. That happens. You wind up with a condition called tauopathy in the latter stages of, of Alzheimer's where you destroy the microtubules. And people with mild cognitive impairment, they had more phosphatidylserine than the people with Alzheimer's, but they certainly clearly did not have the normal amount. And the people who were older who donated their brains, who had healthy brains, they had sufficient levels. Studies out of Japan in elderly people who are losing brain function, their memory just isn't what it used to be. They're complaining, subjective memory complaints. They're complaining, I'm forgetting things. And the wife says, no, you're not. And Harry goes, yes, I am. Um, phosphatidylserine brings their memory back. In elderly people with Alzheimer's, it stabilizes the condition for a little bit longer. They retain their function for an additional year or two. And for me, it just makes my brain peppy like a 30-year-old, which is fine. I like that. Phosphatidylserine also is involved with hand-eye coordination. See, it's involved with your nerves and your muscles. Every cell has it because it makes the microtubules in the cells. Um... When you give a baseball player enough phosphatidylserine, it improves their batting average. When you give professional golfers phosphatidylserine, they have more long, straight, accurate tee-offs, more longer drives that are getting them near the green. It doesn't help them with the putting. That's different. But it helps them with the drives. When you give people who run or race bicycles or triathletes phosphatidylserine, have greater physical function and endurance because it makes the connection between your nerves, your muscles, your brain, and your eyes. When they give weightlifters phosphatidylserine, they're stronger. That's how it is. But I don't normally use it like that. You need about seven capsules a day to attain that. I don't normally use it like that. I normally use it for aging people for their memory. I normally use it for people with depression and anxiety because it makes the brain function properly. I also normally use it for children and adults with AD, attention deficit, or hyperactivity, or attention deficit and hyperactivity. It clearly improves their function. When you give somebody with hyperactivity phosphatidylserine, and if you add um, 
the mineral magnesium and as at a separate time the mineral zinc and some fish oils it clearly has a great effect on restoring normal brain function see phosphatidylserine and fish oils are supposed to be in the brain but in kids with ADHD the normal amount you get from salmon and beans and stuff like that is not enough for them. They don't use it effectively. They're not efficient at incorporating it into their brain cells. When you give them a little bit more as a supplement, all of a sudden you reach a really good kind of tipping point where they turn around and they're less impulsive. They're not jumping out of their seat and blurting things out in the classroom. They're less fidgety. They're more focused. They do better socially because all of a sudden they realize that they're not supposed to walk up to that girl that they like and start messing with their hair or shouting in their face. So all of a sudden they're getting better cues, better social cues from other kids, and they're making friends, and everything's calmer, and they have a better self-image, and they're less stressed out, less anxious, less depressed. It's easier on the parents. It's easier on the teacher. The psychologist is thrilled. Everybody's happy. So I commonly give kids with ADHD, phosphatidylserine, and krill, and if they'll take it, I'll add magnesium and at a separate time some zinc. And it's like over the top how it helps them. Also, neurotic college students. They're brilliant, but they do terribly on tests. You give them phosphatidylserine, they're calmer at the test, their brain is working more effectively, and their grades, their EPA does better. And, you know, that helps them get out of Yale and into that math course at, in uh, the University of Austin, which is the best math course in, clearly in the world, um, for, for your Ph.D. Okay, so let's keep on going. Phosphatidylserine. If you want good brain function, three a day with breakfast. If you have a child with ADHD or an adult, three a day with breakfast. Uh, if you're a neurotic college student and you want to calm down, three a day with breakfast. If you're not sleeping at night because you're stressed out and you're releasing stress hormones, take three with dinner. It's not a sleeping pill. It calms the cells down. You stop releasing stress hormones from your adrenal glands atop your kidneys, these two little triangular glands atop your kidneys, and because the cortisol keeps you awake at night. So when you go to bed a couple hours later, you can sleep. And if you're an athlete, you literally need seven a day, which is kind of ridiculous. Three a day is for me. I take three every morning. Actually, I only take two, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I also take krill, and krill has a little bit. Not enough, but it has a little bit. So I take two phosphatidylserine every morning with breakfast because the stuff makes my brain hum. Great for memory, stress, focus, attention, sense of well-being. Okay, so that's the deal. Biocurcumin 5-loxin for your sore neck, your backache, your shoulder pain, your tendonitis, your stiff knee, your arthritic hip. It sounds special. Tocotrienol with pine bark for the white matter of your brain. Phosphatidylserine for the gray matter of your brain, for the thinking, memory functions. Healing the brain, literally. Our shaving cream is the free gift. I also have ubiquinol on special. For some people, this is a must-have. Because it powers up your muscle cells. It powers up your muscle cells. So first I'm going to talk about athletes. So this is important for your tennis game. It gives you extra energy, strength, endurance. This is important for runners, triathletes, marathon runners, power lifters. Also people would have who have chronic progressive neuromuscular conditions. 
or people who are naturally fragile and weak, like autistic children and people with fibromyalgia, makes a huge difference in these people. Fibromyalgia is a muscle pain syndrome. Even a breeze can hurt these people. Anything to do with the muscles, ubiquinol is there for you. But clearly, your most important muscle, don't look in your pelvic region, your most important muscle is your heart. Ubiquinol is a tonic for your heart. It is a treat. It's like cocoa for the brain. It's a treat for the brain. Ubiquinol is a treat for your heart. So here's two independent cohorts. That's two groups of people. It's in PLOS One a couple of months ago, December 1st. It's Christian Albrecht University in Kiel, Germany, their Institute of Human Nutrition and Food Science, and the University Hospital Schleswig-Holstein, the Department of Internal Medicine, and a bunch of other research institutions. It's never one or two. And they found a couple of things. They found that in older people, CoQ10 drops. See, ubiquinol is the active version of CoQ10. So people take CoQ10 supplements, and then the CoQ10 is uh, converted into ubiquinol. Ubiquinol is what gives you the power, the strength, the endurance, and the heart health. So they found two things. They were testing hand grip in two groups of elderly people. The first thing they found is elderly people lack CoQ10. This is directly connected to their hand grip strength, their muscle strength. So then they looked again at the second cohort after they did the first study, and they said, it's not just the CoQ10. It's the ability to convert the CoQ10 into ubiquinol. The people who are losing power with age, it's a condition called sarcopenia. It's common. Uh, By the time you're 70 or 75, you could have lost 60% of your muscle and strength. Ubiquinol is one of the things that helps turn that around. The ubiquinol allows your muscles to create energy. You know, in your blood, there's hemoglobin that delivers oxygen to your organs. In your muscles, it's called myoglobin. It's in the dark parts of your muscle, like the dark meat in the chicken, okay? The myoglobin supplies oxygen in your muscle. The ubiquinol gives it the spark to convert the oxygen into energy. So without the ubiquinol, the oxygen doesn't mean anything. So they found that older people that were lacking strength, hand grip strength, they weren't converting the CoQ10 into ubiquinol. This is a common finding. So here's the next study. These are trained athletes. It's the Journal of the International Society of Sports Nutrition. It's the uh, German uh, Olympic Park. Olympia's Tutspunkt, Rhein. <laughs> I can't. Wow. Oh, man, who can pronounce that? My wife, she speaks fluent Russian. She speaks fluent German. She's a polyglot. I'm still learning English. So it's 100 young. I mean, they're aged like 17 to 23, okay? 100 young German Olympic athletes. They're training for the Summer Olympics in London. Half of them, 50 of them, they gave ubiquinol. The other half, they gave placebo, a fake pill. No doubt about it, over the six-week training period to qualify for the Olympics, the Olympic athletes had more power and faster finishing times if they were on ubiquinol. There's a lot of studies like this. 
Ubiquinol improves physical energy in anybody, and it's absorbed better than CoQ10. Ohio State University in Columbus, Ohio, published their findings in the Journal of Agricultural Food, uh, Agricultural and Food Chemistry, that the cells in the intestines strongly prefer ubiquinol to regular CoQ10. They will just push the CoQ10 out of the way and absorb the ubiquinol. And other research shows that ubiquinol is the active version. CoQ10 was discovered by scientists down in uh, in Texas. The last one died a couple of weeks ago. Their work led to a Nobel Prize in the uh, respiratory energy chain of your cells. It's called the Krebs citric acid cycle. Let's go to a break before people put on their anti-dither mechanism because I'm getting too technical. We'll be right back, Jerry Hickey and Vital. And here's today's special. Buy two bottles of any of today's featured items and get 40% off with free shipping. Double up, that's four bottles, and receive today's free gift. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an invite nutritionist seven days a week. The number is 800-441-1770. The number again for invite, 800-441-1770. That's 800 800- Four four one seventeen seventy. Please visit our retail locations in Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Nassau County, and the Garden State Plaza in Paramus. Stop by and visit with our nutritionists. We post info and studies on our website, invitehealth.com. When placing your order, type in a promo code WOR. You can hit the live chat button for answers to your questions or listen to podcasts of our recent shows, all at invitehealth.com. You can also follow Invite on Facebook or Twitter. For today's specials, our number again is 800 800- Four four one seventeen seventy. Okay, um, somebody sent me a gift. You know that thing on TV, Alexa? Alexa ordered me wipes for the TV screen. They sent me that. I can't call it Alexa. I have to call it Echo because my son is Alex, and every time I call his name, it turns on. It is so cool. I mean, I don't have a smart house. If you have a smart house, you could uh, adjust the temperature, lock the doors, all these crazy things. I use it for the weather. I go, uh, Echo, what's the weather? And they go, the weather today in Hempstead is blah, blah, blah. And I use it to create Pandora channels. (laughs) I'm having my bathroom redone because my house is from 1947, and the bathroom was ridiculous. So I'm having the bathroom redone, and the electrician came yesterday and shut off the power because they're rewiring the bathroom because there wasn't enough light in there. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, and of course my echo is disengaged from my internet, so it's not working now. So I have to wait until one of my sons come over to program it for me. I could do it, but I don't want to bother. (laughs) I hate programming computers and stuff like that. It's just not me. I just want them to work so I could read about microtubules and phosphatidylserine and things like that. In any event, let's get back to the CoQ10 ubiquinol. There's a problem with CoQ10. It's not well absorbed. And the cells, the CACO2 cells in your intestines that are responsible for absorbing CoQ10, much prefer ubiquinol. There's a huge preference. You absorb ubiquinol like 10 times better than CoQ10. But there's a second problem with CoQ10. Even if you absorb it, because there's some out there that are mycelized, okay? Even if you absorb the CoQ10, you could still fail to convert it adequately into ubiquinol. No ubiquinol, no benefit. It's as simple as that. You don't get protection for your heart. 
and you don't get improved physical function for your muscles unless you can make the conversion from CoQ10, which does nothing, into ubiquinol, which gives you the energy and the power. And let me tell you something. If you do ubiquinol, probably more than anything else, you will feel energy, nice core energy. Not like Red Bull or six cups of coffee, that frenetic, ridiculous, mind-scrambling energy. I mean like youthful energy, you know, happy energy, calm energy. It's just amazing. You'll know it when you run out of ubiquinol and you forgot to reorder it. Two days after taking the ubiquinol, you're going to feel your age again. Ubiquinol gives you that extra energy to get outside, be active, enjoy your life. It can really make you enjoy your vacation more. You'll have more time to go down to that that place with all the restaurants and art galleries and go in there and really enjoy it. Or get out in the tennis court and hit whack that ball across and have some fun. It really makes a difference. It makes a huge contribution to your energy, your endurance, your stamina. When they gave people CoQ10 or they gave people ubiquinol, there was a huge difference in their blood level. I was mentioning to you that CoQ10 ubiquinol were first discovered in Texas. The last scientist involved in that, there was two of them, passed away about a month ago. And that led to a Nobel Prize uh, looking at how the body produces energy. Well, they opened a lab there. It's called the Coenzyme Q10 Laboratory because that's where it was discovered. It's in Tyler, Texas. And when they gave people CoQ10, they weren't raising ubiquinol levels. When they gave them ubiquinol levels, same dosage, it was clearly much more effective. Because once again, CoQ10, unless you can convert it to ubiquinol, is not going to work. Who cannot make the conversion? Most people on statin drugs can't make the conversion. Lipitor, Crestor, Atovastatin, or Suvastatin. Simvastatin, which is Zocor, not happening. You're not making the, the conversion of CoQ10 to ubiquinol. People on diabetes medication, the old line, the stuff that actually works, called sulfonylureas, like glipizide, glyburide, uh, talbutamide, oranase, diabetes. People on drugs to lower triglycerides and raise HDL, like lopid, tricor, phenofibrin. People on antidepressant drugs. The, uh, the tricyclics, like Elevil, maybe Triflin. <coughs> um, people on um, um, Tylenol. There's some evidence that you can't create ubiquinol efficiently if you're on Tylenol, which is ridiculous. How many people are using Tylenol? So there's about 100 commonly prescribed drugs that subterfuge your ability to convert CoQ10 to ubiquinol. That's why you're better off taking ubiquinol. Plus, your heart, as you grow older, or if the heart is damaged from a heart attack or heart failure, cannot convert CoQ10 to ubiquinol, which is tragic because the highest concentration of ubiquinol in the human body is directly in the heart. When you look at the human body, the parts of the body with the most energy need, the greatest energy need, concentrate the most ubiquinol. So that would be parts of your brain, your eyeballs, your skin, your intestinal lining, your liver and kidneys, your pancreas, your heart, and your muscles. They have the highest concentration. Levels drop with age. There's less ubiquinol in your eyes and your brain as you grow older. 
it gets increasingly more difficult to convert oxygen into energy. Because ubiquinol is the spark. That's the electron transfer mechanism, just like a battery. But it does more than that. It strongly lowers risk factors for heart attacks and strokes and heart failure. All those nasty things involve a coronary heart disease that kill about 16 million people worldwide every year. This, once again, is Christian Albrecht University in Kiel, Germany. It's in the journal Biofactors a year ago. It's 871 elderly people. When they gave them ubiquinol, it strongly lowered NT-pro-BNP, N-terminal pro-brain natureuretic peptide. I, you know, I don't make these names up. I'm stuck with them, just like doctors are stuck with names. So almost 900 elderly people in Europe, when they gave them ubiquinol, it lowered this chemical in their blood. That's a really important sign because it shows their heart is getting younger. There's a lot of things that age your heart, becoming obese, not exercising, not eating vegetables, smoking, abusing alcohol, having high blood sugar, having high blood pressure, having high cholesterol, having high uric acid. They all age your heart. Ubiquinol makes your heart a decade or two younger. That's cool because if the heart's pumping, you're alive. And I kind of like being alive. You know, when they look at a man's prostate, they look at the PSA level, prostate-specific antigen. It's an enzyme. It's a protein within the prostate cells that when the prostate is damaged, it leaks out. Well, you have a similar chemical in the cells of your heart. It's called NT-proBNP. When the heart is aging or the heart is damaged or the heart is under stress, it leaks out. So the level of NT-proBNP rises. Normally, cardiologists, which are heart doctors, use the level of NT-proBNP to see if heart damage is getting worse. But now we're finding out we can also look at NT-proBNP to see if the heart is getting younger and stronger and healthier. So when they took 900 people and they gave them older people, Ubiquinol, the NT-pro level, the NT-pro BNP level in their blood test dropped. The heart was younger and stronger. So here's another one. This is 1,319 people uh, a couple of months ago. When they gave them ubiquinol, it lowered inflammation in their heart. How do I know this? It lowered HSCRP. These are blood tests I have done twice a year because there's heart attacks and heart disease and diabetes in my family. There's also cancer in the family. And all of these things can indicate early on they could be harbingers that something's going wrong, and then you could take steps to remedy these things. You can become very proactive. So that's why I get these things checked twice a year. CRP is released from your liver when you're inflamed. Normal CRP is 1. My CRP is a fraction of 1. It's like 0.25 or 0.35. It's really good. If you're inflamed in your heart, your CRP goes up to 2. It's in your blood test. That means you're actively developing plaque, waxy, greasy cholesterol plaque in your heart, in your arteries. You're developing coronary heart disease, which is clearly the biggest killer on the planet. But if it's above 3, not only are you developing the plaque, but the plaque is inflamed. There's actual bleeding sores on it, and it's red and it's bumpy, and it can fracture off. It can rupture and cause a heart attack or break off and go to the brain and cause a stroke. When they gave people ubiquinol, 
It's strongly reduced CRP. They gave him 150 milligrams of ubiquinol every day. Within two weeks, it was strongly lowered CRP levels and interleukin-6 and all these things that clog your arteries. Did it mean anything? Yes. I'm going to read you two more studies, and then we're going to move on. This is the Department of Cardiology, University Hospital, Linkoping. It was published in 2015. It's 206 elderly people who lived at home. They were free living. They had been watched for 48 months, four years. They gave half of them ubiquinol, half of them placebo, which is a fake pill. The ubiquinol compared to placebo prevented a decline in their quality of life, their health-related quality of life. It was keeping them functioning, these elderly people. It was keeping them healthy. They were more physically active than the placebo group. They had greater vitality. They were functioning better. It was keeping them out of the hospital and away from disease and slowing the aging process. And they had a greater willingness to survive. So here's a different study. uh, It was published a couple of years before the last one. It's 443 elderly people. It's the Karolinska Institute. It's in the International Journal of Cardiology. It's 443 elderly Swedes. 443 elderly Swedes. It's a five-year study. They gave them ubiquinol, or they gave them placebo for five years. It clearly had an impact. It lowered inflammation in their arteries and in their heart. Uh, Interleukin-6 went down. That's what clogs your arteries. HSCRP went down, which means the heart's not inflamed. NT-proBNP dropped like a rock, meaning the heart became younger and stronger and more with it. When they did the... um, Imaging studies of the heart, like the uh, the uh, nuclear stress test and the EKGs, etc., the heart was younger, thriving, stronger, pumping better, its primary job. It was under less stress. It was less inflamed. When they did the blood tests, the HSCRP, the interleukin-6, the NT-proBNP were all lower, indicating the heart is younger. Did that mean anything? Yes. fewer people died. These are people in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. 53% fewer people died over a 5.3-year period from heart-related issues like a heart attack or heart failure if they were on ubiquinol. In a different study, people who already had heart attacks, their hearts had stiffened and, and enlarged. It's called heart failure. Their heart had remodeled in a bad way. It stiffened. It couldn't pump blood efficiently. And people with heart failure who had a heart attack, it's a two-year-long study. It's a big study, over 400 heart attack survivors. When they gave them ubiquinol, it kept them alive. It cut the number of second heart attacks by 40%. It cut the number of people who died from heart failure by 50%. It cut hospitalizations because of the heart by 50%. Ubiquinol is a real thing, and that's why I take it every day. It gives you energy to get outside and enjoy your life, really enjoy your life. Be functional. Be younger. It makes your heart younger. It keeps your heart alive. It keeps you alive. Our ubiquinous on special, it's the real thing. It's made in Texas. We use technology from Texas Tech Health Science Center, their pharmacy school, to make it much more water-soluble and nano-sized. And then we encapsulate it in South Carolina, and you get much higher blood levels. You get much higher muscle levels, much higher 
heart levels of our ubiquinol. It's a real thing. We have a 60 milligram and 120 milligram. Let's go to a break. Jerry Hickey and Fight Health. The free gift is our shaving cream. You'll love it. We'll be right back. And here's today's special. Buy two bottles of any of today's featured items and get 40% off with free shipping. Double up. That's four bottles and receive today's free gift. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an invite nutritionist seven days a week. The number is 800-441-1770. The number again for invite, 800 441 1770. That's 800 441 1770. Please visit our retail locations in Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Nassau County, and the Garden State Plaza in Paramus. Stop by and visit with our nutritionists. We post info and studies on our website, invitehealth.com. When placing your order, type in a promo code WOR. You can hit the live chat button for answers to your questions or listen to podcasts of our recent shows, all at invitehealth.com. You can also follow Invite on Facebook or Twitter. For today's specials, our number again is 800-441-1770. Okay, we're in the last part of the program. Here's what's on special so far. I spoke about tocotrienol. Because I had a number of people who, on brain imaging studies, had white matter damage, so I gave them tocotrienol because that's been shown to help protect the white matter. It inter- interacts with vitamin C to clearly protect 50% of your brain. I sp- Biocurcumin 5-loxins, also on special because it's great for your backache and your neck pain, your shoulder pain. I mean, it's colder now. People get stiff. They're not moving as fluidly. They're not exercising as often because it's just horrible outside. Um, so the biocurcumin 5-loxin helps prevent that stiffness, the muscle stiffness and rigidity, uh, the hip pain and the arthritic knee pain. It's great. It really is great. It's also good for tendonitis. Very few things help tendonitis. The ubiquinol power up your muscles, give you energy. I mean, you'll feel younger, but your heart literally becomes younger. It's protective for your heart. There's many of them in clinical trials showing this. There's at least... Four or five powerful American studies in people with heart disease where it makes their heart clearly younger and stronger and affects survival in a good way. Then I spoke about phosphatidylserine. That helps heal the brain, the gray matter. So where the tocotrienol seems to be more for the white matter and the phosphatidylserine is for the memory part of your brain. The last thing I'm going to speak about is resveratrol. And maybe I should just do this from my memory, because I didn't allot myself enough time in this segment to truly discuss the uh, effects of resveratrol. Resveratrol reconnects the dots. Remember when you were a kid in first grade and the teacher gave you this thing and there was dots and the dots were numbered and you connected the dot with your number two pencil? And all of a sudden you had the image of George Washington. (laughs) Resveratrol does that in the body. There's a disconnect in the body with age. Uh, an important gene isn't functioning. It's called the sirtuin 1 gene in humans. It's in humans. It's a longevity survival gene. So when it decreases in function and it's not expressing its proper proteins, parts of the brain become disconnected, and the brain becomes disconnected from the body. And that's a major part of aging. And this is why they think resveratrol stymies the aging process. For instance, your hypothalamus in the lower part of your brain, back towards the back of your skull, regulates your time clock, your circadian rhythm, so that you know it's dark, I need to go to sleep, the sun's up, 
I need to wake up. Okay, it's 1 o'clock, I eat lunch. Okay, it's cold, I need to make my body warmer. Okay, I'm angry, I better get my emotions under control. Okay, my, my muscles need energy, so my thyroid has to function. Okay, it's uh, too hot out, I don't want to go into shock, so I'm going to lower my body temperature. Okay, it's time to poop. Okay, it's time to micturate. That's what your internal rhythms are. As you grow older, your hypothalamus loses connectivity with the body, with the organs in the body that release the glands that release all these hormones. And this affects healing, the immune system, your blood sugar, your cholesterol, your energy, burning fat, all these different things. When you take the resveratrol, it reinstitutes sirtuin 1 activity in the hypothalamus, which then the brain reconnects with the body. And all of a sudden, your thyroid's functioning better with your heart, with your cholesterol, with your liver, with your blood sugar, with your muscles. Your growth factors are healing you. The different triggers for the immune system are triggering it to fight off the flu and pneumonia better. All these things are better. Your blood pressure is under better control. Your sugar and your cholesterol are all under better control. Even your uric acid is under better control. Because resveratrol stimulates PPAR alpha, PPAR gamma, and inhibits AT1, that controls your sugar, your cholesterol, your blood pressure, and your uric acid. All of these things become dangerous for the heart. Resveratrol is a safety net for all these things so they don't go sour. But there's another part of the brain that has to connect with the body. The pituitary gland, the anterior and posterior pituitary gland, are part of the neuroendocrine system. They're the controllers. They're what allows your thyroid to release thyroid hormone, your pancreas to release enzymes and digest your food, your pancreas to release insulin and glucagon to control your blood sugar. Your kidneys to balance blood volume. Your kidneys to get rid of toxin. All of these things are triggered by the anterior and posterior pituitary. It loses connectivity with the body. When you take resveratrol, sirtuin 1 goes up in the anterior and posterior pituitary, and all of a sudden all your growth factors and hormones and healing factors are working better. In other words, your body's 10 or 20 years younger. So what resveratrol seems to do, it makes you younger and keeps you there for a much longer time. I'll take that. But it also reconnects the dots in your brain. And this is really important. As you grow older, the different parts of the brain, their connectivity breaks down. The nerve and blood connection between these different parts fractures, fragments. Now, there's different things that help them connect. Eating vegetables, high antioxidant foods, spinach, broccoli, blueberries, blackberries. Taking fast walks, all these things help reconnecting. Learning German, learning the piano, playing chess, doing the Sunday Times crossword puzzle. I was watching my wife about two weeks ago doing the Sunday Times crossword puzzle. I looked away, I watched some short show on geology. I looked back, she was done. Uh, about half an hour. <laughs> okay. And then she did the, her Sudoku book. Uh, she just needs those brain things to function. In any event, she's a Newton. There, she's um, her, One of her ancestors was Sir, Sir Isaac Newton. So I know the brains in that family work quite well. In any event, let's get back to it. I'm a Fig Newton. She's a Sir Isaac Newton. I'm a Fig Newton. In any event, um, 
Resveratrol reconnects to different parts of the brain by restoring sirtuin 1 activity. It's the only thing that's really been shown to do this. And the stuff in ubiquinol makes it work better. In ubiquinol, there's the NADH. That makes the resveratrol stimulate the sirtuin 1 better. So literally, ubiquinol, our ubiquinol with NADH, the 120 milligram, helps the resveratrol work much better for restoring brain connectivity. When you take the resveratrol, and they've shown this in all these different places, the Max Planck Institute, University of Reading, Columbia University, NYU, Harvard, MIT. When you take resveratrol, sirtuin 1 levels are restored in the brain, and your, your cortex, your prefrontal lobe, is reconnecting to your hippocampal region, your dentate gyrus, your, caudate, uh, your uh, interrenal cortex. And uh, that's good for memory and problem solving and reasoning. And that's also good for preventing dementia. In fact, they've studied resveratrol in people with Alzheimer's, and it's helped keep their brain function better. It's actually helped restore brain function. It reduced swelling in their brain. It reduced inflammation in their brain. It was getting the, t- the toxic plaques out of their brain, and they were functioning better. They were remembering to brush their teeth. Their memory was better. It really is good for your brain. It's a treat for your brain. They've also shown in these studies, because the resveratrol restores connectivity between the brain and the body, that it's helping control everybody's blood sugar and insulin levels. All the things that seem to break down as we age, resveratrol seems to cycle back to normalcy, some level of normalcy. That's why I take three resveratrol every morning with my breakfast, with my phosphatidylserine and my krill oil and my multivitamin. It's really good. And it's keeping me younger. I know it is. So what's on special? Because we're how much time do I have left, Bob? 30 seconds. Phosphatidylserine for your memory. Ubiquinol for your heart and energy. Resveratrol to reconnect the brain and the body. Biocurcumin 5-loxin for your arthritic pain. Tocotrienol for the white matter of the brain. So you could take the phosphatidylserine for the gray matter and the tocotrienol for the white matter. That's a nice combination. The free gift is our shaving cream that's lacking the bad things, but it's got a lot of great stuff, and it's good for ingrown hairs, and it smells nice, and it's moisturizing. You'll love it. It's real shaving cream without the toxins. Um, There's a lot of people like me at Invite because we have a lot of stores, so you could go on the website or call the following number. The website's invitehealth.com and find out where the stores and talk to these people or go in and meet them. For all of us at Invite Health, this is pharmacist, nutritionist Jerry Hickey wishing you optimal health now and well into the future. God bless and thank you for listening. Talk to you again next week. And here's today's special. Buy two bottles of any of today's featured items and get 40% off with free shipping. Double up, that's four bottles, and receive today's free gift. Here's the number and write it down because you can speak with an Invite nutritionist seven days a week. The number is 800-441-1770. The number again for Invite, 800 441 1770. That's 800-441-1770. Please visit our retail locations in Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Nassau County, and the Garden State Plaza in Paramus. Stop by and visit with our nutritionists. We post info and studies on our website, invitehealth.com. When placing your order, type in a promo code WOR. You can hit the live chat button for answers to your questions or listen to podcasts of our recent shows, all at invitehealth.com. You can also follow Invite on Facebook or Twitter. For today's specials, our number again is 800-441-1770. 
You've been listening to Invite Health Radio. And remember, seven days a week in all our beautiful stores, we have professionals available for your health and nutrition needs. You'll enjoy your visit to Invite Health because we'll make it better. And when you can't come in, just give us a call at 800-441-1770. This has been a podcast from WOR. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.